Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's not like he's ever away. You're in every fucking conversation. She just can't get enough of you. But when I was on tour with, did I mention I was tour support for Pie? Not even John, but Pie. <laughs> Again, when Pie did this and when Pie did that, honestly, at least the other fucking guys went to the toilet beforehand. We've had to wait while he dinkled his winkle. Also, I fucking hate late people. So it stresses even a minute late and I'm stressing me out. But when you got to go, you got to go. Yeah, Let you're two minutes you, late. Joe, <laughs> I just want to show you a new addition to our family. <gasps> oh, Look at it. Oh, That's it's a cough. little pussy cat. That's <laughs> <laughs> just attacked you. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're, it's, uh, we're working on the relationship. Oh, hey, right. Hello, hi. Nice to meet you, Bruce. How yes, nice you? to meet you, Tom. Um, and I believe that we know someone in common. Daffy Towels. Mm. Oh yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Another big in? alcoholic screamer. <laughs> I don't know about screamer. I've never got that acquainted with him. But um, how well do you know him? Oh, I did two plays with him. I did a play called Bent. Oh, where I yes. played, well, sounds so about right. Um, and uh, I played his boyfriend in it, and then he had to beat me to death with a stick. Uh, oh, was, very Jordan. He would have oh, loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, it's about the Holocaust. I don't know. It's, it's uh, yeah, it was sort of Joe, Joe Orton gone really heavy. And then we did uh, a, a, a Shakespeare play, Oxford. It's, it's that real sort of, and no offence to jobbing actors, because I have an am one, but it's the summer summer outdoor Shakespeare season. You know, you know oh those. Oh, my God. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember um, once seeing Danny Minogue in a production of Macbeth at the Edinburgh Festival. It was the, it was the first French show. Is this show a joke? No. <laughs> it was at the Botanic Gardens, and it was yeah. a 1999 um, 2000, something like that. And it was all outdoors. And um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I remember seeing Jason Donovan give his leer. At, oh, uh, to whom? That sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> to society. Because I believe he's, he's giving his leer in the, is it the final week of Neighbours? We're, we're not allowed to say dates, times or places because okay. we've got to let the podcast people think they're actually just dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I believe at some time, um, Anno Domini, um, that yes. Neighbours is coming to an end. So I... I have an admission to make. I mean, I was a, I, through my years, there have been times when Neighbours has been a, a, a huge companion oh, good. to me. And I haven't watched it for fucking years. But yesterday I sat down. I thought, I want to watch the final episode, but I want to watch it in context. So this week I am watching Neighbours every day. Are you? Wow. You've committed to the last run I really, ever. I really want it. I mean, when I was at university... 
it was big yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because no one did anything at university. And then when I worked in a video shop, I used to watch both, both episodes a day. Because it was only so at lunchtime. Yes. Oh, yeah, I yeah. used to do that. So I used to come home yeah. from school yeah. and then watch it. in the. But then I used to do that with EastEnders. I would watch a Tuesday and a Thursday and then I'd watch the Omnibus just the to omnibus. check and see if anything had happened. Because yeah. I used to channel Angie Watts and then I was Ethel because I used to make non-alcoholic stout with the soda stream with cola concentrate and milk. I constantly had the skitters as a child because I didn't like my mum, right? So what I would do is to spite her, I would get diarrhoea. I think that's where my bum problems come from. So what there used to be a thing called Halaborange, which was a vitamin C supplement. And I used to, because she used to go out in the morning, don't answer the phone, don't answer the door. And then she'd come to the door and I'd answer it, of course, because she wanted to be polite. But I used to eat bags of Wheater Flakes and take Halaborange and just scoot and scoosh everywhere, just out of spite. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what we should do, actually? Um, we should actually introduce you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a good yeah, idea. But that's, see, do you, see but how I overbearing and bum-licking you are? This is disgusting. I want to pull off my flesh. Oh, honestly, she's had a wide on the whole journey over here. Oh, time, 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 time. So anyway, would you like to introduce your friend? Please go on another tour, please, and do it fucking soon, man. Please. I need her out my life for a couple of months. I'm so tired. I'm actually going to reach for all brand. <laughs> and I'm going to spray gonna this place like a giant. Jackson Pollock. You're going to start Who are we talking to? We Come on. Talking to the fabulous Mr. Tom Walker, aka Jonathan Pye. I don't know if you're Hi. aware of Jonathan Pye's work, but he's bloody marvellous. Um, I kind of, do you know, it's it's funny, and no offence, you seem really nice, right? <laughs> See, when people wank on about things, the last thing yeah. you want to do is look at anything they've done because yeah. you're like, I'm yeah. going to hate I'll this. Fuck that. Yeah. No, and it's also when uh, actually I'm wearing I'm wearing Kate Bush t-shirt right now, oh, and it's very really wise. pissing. It's really pissing me off at the moment. Hearing everyone, it's like it's mine. It's mine. I, you can't have that. But it's also exactly the same when yes, when someone you must watch it. It's like no fuck off. I'm not going to do that. Exactly. Um, where are we? North fucking Korea. Well, I suppose we kind of are because we're in Scotland. But we're going to that later. <laughs> the Cape- you know, also, also, I think what I do is is let's be honest. It's an acquired taste, right? What Scotland? I, I no-, <laughs> no, no, no. Like like. Like my satire, my fucking, you know, having a go at Boris and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I have said this a few times, which probably isn't very good for my sort of sales, but I'm not sure I would pay money to go and see me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? How would you feel? I'd much rather listen to someone funny. You know what I mean? (laughs) How would you feel if someone offered you a free ticket to go and see you? Would you bother? watch Watch anything free. Because also when it's free... It's, um, I went to see Mary, Mary Poppins, the musical, and that was a freebie and I fucking loved it. And a few years later, I took my niece to go and see it and paid £137,000 per fucking ticket. And it felt a bit ropey. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, and also with a freebie, you kind of go, well, it's much more likely to surprise you positively. And it, and if it's shit, you can laugh along. That's what I love about Edinburgh as well. Like, I, I mean, I'm probably gone other days at the £10 ticket, but it used to be, you go up there, everything's a tenner, and you see some great stuff, which is brilliant. You see some mediocre stuff, which is like, I can never get that hour back. Mm-hmm. And then you see some of the worst stuff you could ever see. And that, to me, is the best. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the bit. Those are the ones I remember a decade later. And also, I think... I think, I don't know if you agree, but a, a really bad stand-up is like really good drama. 
Mm. It's like edge of the seat stuff. And you are, your heart is in your mouth and you're, you're sort of just like that. I, I find that when it's really bad, that's The better amazing. it is. It's like, that's why I go yeah. to Red Row at the stand on Monday is the, the, in the absolute hope that I see utter dog shit. I yeah. did see, um, funny enough, I was given a free ticket with Julia Chamberlain to something in uh, Soho Theatre, right? Stop bloody rolling your eyes at me, you bitch. So we went to see this and it was so appalling, but we'd had free tickets and they were friends of Julia's. But then I put on the old Facebook how dreadful I thought it was. And they wrote to Julia to complain that it was very unprofessional of me. to. But that thing where I wrote and apologised and said, I'm really sorry, it was unprofessional. Sorry for slagging you off. Sorry for slagging you off. But I couldn't actually bring myself to say, no, it was really great because it was shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I won't yeah. name um, names. <laughs> well, right. I, I just um, well, I just listened to uh, a previous episode of your podcast and it's like every time you go, I won't name names and you just come straight out oh, and do absolutely. it, which I love because it's be honest. But uh, the reason I listened Delightful to the... Delightful sausage. Anyway. The, 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 re- <laughs> the, the reason I listened to the episode is, uh, is I, it's called Be Honest, right? So I'm going to be honest. I've never listened to an entire episode of your podcast. I've listened to the little bits that Jojo puts out. And I texted her last night and I said, do I need to prepare anything? And she just sent me... Just listen to one of the episodes, and I listened to it this morning, and I thought, nah, I don't need to, don't need to prepare anything. <laughs> it's it's well, very easy. I think it's very unfair to ask people to prepare something when we haven't bothered. <laughs> in fairness, you normally don't bother. I, I researched you in the car because I asked it a couple of questions. <laughs> it's just, you know, what, what's that? Your name is like tinnitus. Um, because it is mentioned so often and there's nothing to quash it. Um, but, but you have many fans of um, you on this podcast. Do you know a woman, um, Emma Skeets? Menopausal me home woman. Yes, yes, yes. We met her. Um, I, I mean, J- Jojo keeps... Um, uh, Turning up. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo, Jojo makes friends, and no offence to, 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 to Emma at all, because I've met her and she's absolutely lovely, but... Um, Jojo, because she's my tour support, she sort of makes friends with everybody on my behalf. <laughs> so, so all of my fans, if they want to weigh in, they just they just ask Jojo to be their Facebook friend, and then then so so by virtue of that, there is sort of a yeah. A, well, a, then a, what a, tends to happen, Tom, <laughs> is that my through my stupidity, I accommodate these people, and then well, it has been mad because I get all these messages. Could you just say to Tom? Could you just ask Tom this? And it's just could you could you just ask if Tom would go for a drink with me? It is insane, isn't it? I am. I'm. I'm like your. I'm like your doorkeeper. But not very good at Tom, it. You, you or, sound or, like or just sort of a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the way this is sounding, it's like you're the Oprah of Elephant and Castle. Mm. That people just feel this Midas touch that, you know, if I can touch Tom, I'll maybe sell a book or um, Yes, I think that I think that is how people do work though, because they use other people to get to people, don't they? That's very true. And we had a discussion I mean, about that mm. recently. It, it is interesting how how sort of uh, and I think a lot of this in hindsight was was me projecting this, but it, it did feel at the time that the comedy world didn't exactly embrace me and uh, wholeheartedly into their. They fucking their hated you, Tom. They fucking hated me. <laughs> but actually, now that I've had a bit of longevity and and a, and a relative amount of uh, success, uh, success it, it's it's. 
you know, people are a lot politer. It was interesting going to, to Glastonbury uh, because I, I've been to Glastonbury before, but I, I didn't hang out in the artist's tent. But, you know, Jojo's an old horse, so she sort of, um, she sort of hangs out in, you know. And so I hang out with a lot of comedians this this time uh, round. And, and it's not what I would have, ex- it's not what I would have experienced three or four years ago. People were much more sort of welcoming. And, wh- and whether that is because, you know, like you say, it's like, well, I'll have a bit of what he's yeah. got. I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. I'll have a few things of his followers but maybe it is but or, we've we've yeah. talked about this before though there was a definite shift wasn't there because comics were not it wasn't a personal thing and it wasn't a personal thing against tom walker but against pie it was i think seeing that success and thinking well he hasn't earned it because he hasn't been on yeah. the circuit that they had this kind of jealous kind of visceral response to you well, and, and i think it's a reasonable uh, you know, you, you see this guy who's put a YouTube video out and then next year he's in Edinburgh and he's, he's fucking everywhere and you'd be like, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? That's what I sort of, I, I sort I think, of get it. I think for anyone that has a brain, you're owed nothing. No, seriously, you're owed nothing in here. So if we all worked in, say, McDonald's, for argument's sake, right, there is a mm-hmm. career progression. Mm-hmm. You would start wiping the tables. You'd then be put into frying the chips. You'd probably end up a manager. With stand-up, you can think about the hugely amount of talented people that just do the circuit and don't. So I think unless you're absolutely crazy, no one's owe you success. And the way that we work now, mm-hmm. societally, is you have to have that profile or this viral thing or, or whatever it is. And if people are jealous of that, they can F off. I was just going to say, Tom Walker, is he not in Keen or some other band? Have I got that wrong? No, there, there is a, there is, not that I've ever Googled my name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you, put, you put Tom Walker in, it's, it's a pop singer. And then you put in Tom Walker comedian and some Australian dude comes up. Oh, that's I quite same, like. That's the same I with quite, me. Bruce Devlin is an Australian yeah. golfer who got in touch with me years ago at his management saying, can we get your Twitter name? And I said, no, because it's my no, name. You- you big Aussie donkey. Why don't you go home and watch Neighbours like everyone else, you big smelly bitch? Oh, good Lord. Yours, yours sincerely, Bruce. <laughs> Lots of love, Bunty. <laughs> P.S. I hate you. <laughs> but then I do feel that there is an element now that because, you know, people have seen your success, it goes from how did you get that success being quite jealous and now, oh, he is really successful, so we want to jump onto his tailcoats. I mean, I know I'm doing that 100%. You are, but, but no. Hands, hands in the air. Fucking well honest about, about it. it. But, but also, I think Jojo, um, you know, having... Uh, you as my warm up, and then suddenly you're going, you're you're going out to bat for me in all these green rooms and all these comedy clubs where you go, oh, he's just a fucking free speech Nazi, and you're going, no, come on then, g- yeah. give me an example. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's helped as well. I think you've given me a bit of kudos. So uh, so you know, which is it, fucking it miraculous given my reputation as a drunken whore. I had sex in a tent in Glastonbury. I've told you that as well. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. This is like Christmas with the BBC repeats. Did you know? Yeah. She the thrush. <laughs> that, the thrush Christmas special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bones of a thrusher. <laughs> oh, it's just what filthy. I is, what I love is Jojo's takeaway from Glastonbury is thrush. Um, she had sex in a car, so she got thrush in a tent. Uh, my takeaway is that she lost the fucking car keys in the middle of fucking Glastonbury with a quarter of a million people high on Mandy. I know. Uh, so, you know. Um, What's but- Mandy? You know oh, what um, No, I don't know. That's like, why I'm uh, asking. MDMA. Uh, oh, right. MDMA, like, like Mexico. I think some people call it something else, don't they? Molly. What's Tina then? 
I don't know what Tina is. My drug know. taking isn't that expansive. I just I, I it sounds that. familiar, but I don't. Oh, crystal meth apparently. I think that's I think that's only for really low rent bummers. No, we don't need that. I love the, I love the fact that whoever your producer is is clearly a drug addict. she's a vicious cross Nacy knows her way around a pillar three, don't you, love? <laughs> yeah, Nilax. Um, so, how 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 did the idea for Jonathan? Pie come about then, and and um, was this something that you did on your own, or you know, have you collaborated with people, or no? It was something in my head. I always found uh, like I always loved behind the scenes stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. all right on the nights when when you suddenly see the cast of EastEnders stop and everyone laughs. But the ones that always got me were the newsreaders because it was a more pronounced difference because they're very official the way they talk, mm-hmm. and then something goes wrong, and then they they go off on one. So that had always been in my head, and then. I remember like years ago, I recorded a couple of little bits of it and it is on YouTube, that one. I look really young in it, but it was never about (laughs) politics. It was about other stuff. And then I'd been out of work as an actor for 20 years. It was desperate times. I decided to give up. And when you decide to give up a bit, um, kind of the jeopardy's gone. So I thought, I've got this character. Fuck it. I'll just do something. And within about a month, I was getting really, I did three or four and it, exploded and I kind of just knew you go now this is this is life throws you a bone once maybe well, twice if you're if lucky, you're lucky well. yes <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so yeah so that's sort of how it started and I'm still clinging on for dear life really what's weird is for the first two or three years I didn't feel comfortable in it I didn't feel comfortable as someone who could write about politics I didn't feel comfortable as a for want of a better word I mean it's character comedy but it's the the techniques of stand up, right? And I had no experience of that. But actually, the last tour I've done, the, the, the one that, um, you know, jo- Jojo's been on the road with me, but that was the first time every night I walked on stage and I thought, I've got this. I, I, I've, I've, I've earned my stripes. I know uh-huh. what I'm doing. I feel comfortable with it. And, and I'm glad, like, at the moment, I'm kind of writing a podcast. I'm tentatively writing a sitcom. And it's what people were telling me to do five or six years ago. Write a sitcom. Get on telly. Get on telly. I, w- I wasn't sort of ready for it. But now that my shoulders have dropped a bit mm-hmm. and I feel sort of comfortable with it, you can go, right, now's the time to to sort of properly go for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Actually, I've never, I know, I've never asked this question because we've talked about pie oh. and where pie goes from here and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and I know that you kind of go, oh, you know, kind of maybe want to try and do something different. But if you did, have you ever thought of another character to do? Would you do another character that was like, you know, not like I don't, pie, I don't, but, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think so. Again, it's like I accidentally fell into being a character comic, mm-hmm. but I'm not because I've got one character. And it's like, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, particularly on stage, we're not, I mean, I, it is, a t- it is, uh, it's a character that's hiding a stand-up set. Do you know what I mean? It really, it's, it's me. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so my, my other, my, the next character would have to be so demonstrably different to him than it really would be caricature comedy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, so, uh, I, what I'm really keen to do is find that, that pie, of a work balance, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? That's what I—that's what I'd really like to be doing. A bit, a bit of everything. But well, um, I'd really I've, like I've, you I've, to be doing got, so is writing got, another pie uh, tour, uh, live live <laughs> tour, so that you can, yeah. yeah, you can, yeah, you can 
keep clinging on to those coattails. Yes. So um, can, I, can I ask, because she really talks yeah. about it, and now that we've got you, you can imagine how thrilled I am today. I'm really yeah, enjoying this. Think about, think about this, though. Once this is over, yeah. you can now say to her, we've already done him, shut the fuck up about him. Do you know what I mean? You can finally, this is, this is putting it to bed now. So, yeah, you would think with a normal person, but you know, we're not dealing with normal. How did it come about then that you chose this? <laughs> well, <laughs> what, well what, what, there, there are a couple. There were a couple of things. I mean, I, I used to, uh, uh, without going into too much detail, I used to write with someone, and he would be my warm-up act, and then we parted ways. So that as a as a as a writing partnership, uh-huh. you know, pretty quickly. Uh, um, yeah, that's pretty quickly. Ended. <laughs> We've put Tom um, on the spot and, now, and 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 when that happened, and it, it was a difficult time, but I already had a tour booked, and you go, well, I need I need a warm up act. Um, when I was up in Edinburgh, when I first did Edinburgh, I mean, that was the time when I really would walk into one of the the artist bars, and the heads would turn. And, and you know, snarling. And one of the only people that I met up in Edinburgh, one of the only comics that just met me, said she liked my work, and took me out on the piss, and was Jojo, and really sort of was just like, oh God, this is truly, I assume this is how everyone would be, right? And I've seen her do, um, seen her, her work before, and you just thought, I, I think I could go, I think I could spend. Mm. 10 weeks on the road w- w- with Jojo and and we did and what's great and you know without uh, what what is amazing about Jojo is she she understands the job the job in hand which is sort of wrangling a bit and you know just well, warming them up and everything but she she watches the show every fucking night which is mental but it means that I've got someone on tour where I can walk off stage and she'll go you fucking smashed it tonight but more importantly when I walk off stage going oh god she's always honest it was like well that was a fuck up and then we'll go and have a point and discuss why it was a fuck up and mm-hmm. so it's like I've kind of got a director with me as well do you know what I mean and she'll sometimes give me notes and I'll go yeah thanks Jojo and walk off go fuck off I'm not doing that <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then other times she'll go the reason that's not landing is A, B and C and I always work technically I don't want to get into you know it's like you need to give it a beat there and then land the line and, and so, so that's how Jojo sort of came came to you know be my be my bitch I know and I bloody love it do you I do you do it's it's so do you know what is lovely about Jojo about the fact that she doesn't lead with it in any which way she won't ask other people for any favours to promote this but my god she's very keen to tell them that she's hanging about with you so what you have really done is actually fed into her delusion and I presume you're not paying her a fee for warming up and directing so you could go to equity (laughs) (laughs) and to be fair actually I could have lost that fucking gig because Tom came and watched me die spectacularly at the comedy store at the British Comedian the Year final so but that, that was what was interesting about that was yeah if I'd have seen that before we went on tour I mean you know that, that, those that dates would have come out the diary <laughs> but that was I mean that's what I love about stand up is I watched Jojo do a set that I've heard over the tannoy the majority of it hundreds of times and walked on stage she opened with you know one of her classics and hello <laughs> everybody yeah everyone I, I felt it i felt her feel it and you go oh she's she's gonna bomb and, and it's like how can how is that is the same material done in the same way and yet 
you just know when it's not it was really it was really fascinating and as honest as she is with me when I fuck up mm. it was quite nice for her to walk off stage and we just just oh dear darling <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that kind of honesty genuinely is very important because people automatically assume that anything to do with being honest is immediately confrontational and rude and it's not it's also there to help people mm. um, it's a bit like we had Lorraine Kelly on and I was a lot fatter than I am at the moment I went oh I need to do something I'm so fat no you're not don't lie you know I know yeah, why yeah. I'm not looking in the mirror so I think it's fair enough to turn around and say you know your jokes are honking hen you could do with a wash <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when was the last I mean, time you had a shower <laughs> it, it would have been slightly different if she'd have walked up to me and gone I fucking smashed it didn't I and then you'd go oh but you could see on her but face but people that, do that, that. Yeah, people do, but people do that. do that they, like they come up to you they, so I MC almost exclusive well yeah I only MC and people come off and they go really enjoyed that and you're like oh where was I then Mm-hmm. You know, because there was no response that happened yeah. recently and you were like oh you thought that was good <laughs> to see what yeah, you yeah. think is bad yeah, yeah, yeah no absolutely I've said this <clears> I said <throat> this on another podcast but that girl that was doing a show at the stand in Glasgow and she'd sat in the audience watched the other people and then she went on stage and came off stage and said oh it's very different when you're on stage you can't hear the laughter from stage yeah, no, no, there was no, 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 no laughter yeah. That's why. But people just, she just thought she was having a great gig, but just couldn't hear the laughter. Who was this? I don't, I don't know. I actually don't, genuinely don't remember her name. I don't think I need Bonnie to. Bonnie Langford. <laughs> Up to her old tricks. <laughs> but that is, the thing, especially in this business, there's nothing worse than people blowing. Don't get us wrong. I love smoke being blown up my arse. I like being complimented. Of course we do. Oh God, we all like treat. Shut your actual face. But, <laughs> but no. That was, a, that was a segue into a different arena. Wasn't oh. it? <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. She's so lurid. It's just disgusting. It's like she rises from a peat bog every day, just expelling nicotine. And venom, <laughs> like a like a dragon in 18th century. Well, you don't know. You don't know what hole the smoke's coming. Out of. <laughs> I don't know why I put up with any of you. I, I gen- so, Jojo, you were on tour with the band we're talking to today. Could you tell us how you enjoyed that? <laughs> I hate it every minute. Oh. No. But it is that thing. I hate it when people just say, you know, oh, that was fabulous or that was great. Mm. Or people say, oh, I was fabulous. Bullshit. If they're and then people do get upset if you go, that was honking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and I think I've mentioned this on before, and there was some comedian, I can't I genuinely can't remember his name because you know if I did, I would name him. And he turned up with his girlfriend and she was just a filthy boot. You know, she was imperious, she was sneering. (laughs) She probably was one of the people that got Danny Minogue to block me on Twitter, but more of that later. And I remember he died on his bahookie every night and she came back into him and she went, well, maybe if you just read things out of Heat magazine like, like he does, then you'd get a laugh. And I went, there's no reading in Heat magazine. It's all pictures, you stupid cow dad. So I'm not being spoken to like that. Your boyfriend's duff. He's probably a duff ride. He's a duff comic. And you're an ugly cow with a face that could stop a train. Hashtag just say it. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I think it's I think it's really important to be honest with people like that because how dare she judge me when she was you know fielding a stiff and not in the way that I would like. <laughs> I mean, how rude! But it's it's funny because going back to David, who I know quite well, he made out you guys were really big pals. So I can't wait to phone him and say Tom barely knows you. <laughs> he thought you were called Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! No, that, I mean, that's that's not true. I mean, we, I mean, I haven't seen Daffod for years. Oh, honey, time has not yeah. been kind. You're not missing anything. <laughs> She's trapped <laughs> down there. Victor- you star in a podcast. <laughs> I was just on. Um, how are you, Daffod? Nice <laughs> to see you. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Do you remember you bludgeoned me to death? <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it. So. You're writing a sitcom at the moment. Or are you thinking of writing a sitcom? I'm, 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 uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's, it's, I'm, I'm writing a podcast so that I can get used to writing dialogue, but I've got a, a, yes, that is my plan over the summer to, to finally tackle it. Cause I don't want it in 10 years time when it's all over and I'm living on the streets. Mm. For someone to turn around and go, well, or for me to think, well, I never never got that sitcom on telly. Well, it's never going to be on telly if I don't fucking write it. So I've got to, you know, do that mm-hmm. so that I can prove that no one will have me on the telly. Okay. Uh, you know. But that, do you not think, especially because Pi's got famous through the internet, do you think there's a need for telly anymore in terms of if you want to do a sitcom? Yeah, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I there think is, the money's also, in online now. Maybe, but oh, I, 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 I just want to be on the fucking telly. That's that's all. But you know, I mean, I'm still old school. BBC One still means something to me. Do you know but, what I mean? You know. That, that's the whole thing that it's really interesting that you say that because that still means something to me because people can go it's online it's online it's online it's not the generation game love you know that's if yeah, you yeah. think about the television that we had growing up because I assume we're, yeah. we're girls of a similar age yes, yeah. <laughs> you know but it is that thing and yeah do you, 
do you know what you could be? You could be Jonathan Pye, but for GB News as a roving reporter. <laughs> I think he would. I think he would. I mean, it's one of the elements of the sitcom I'd be interested to look at. If he ends up in somewhere a bit like GB News and he would fucking hate it. But he's not only has he got to present the news, which is bad enough, but from a GB News sort of standpoint. But you do uh, GB News and you don't follow their standpoint. No. No, because and at least you put a comb through your hair. I do put a comb through Which I think is a good thing, because <laughs> it's flyaway central today. <laughs> but you, you're always, I mean, you're... No, I, don't I think, think you compromise Because I think a lot of people think if you go on there... You get, you know, you get a crib sheet, this laminate sheet, and you have to yeah. say, oh, that's bad, or this is bad, or, or whatever sort of thing. Whereas I think you show that you don't. No, absolutely. And I've had not a huge criticism, but I've had a few raised eyebrows and people have said things, you know, like, why are you going on GB News and kind of, what are you doing to me? Um Going on, and, 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 a, and a massively valid answer is because they're fucking paying me. They're paying me, and you know, and genuinely two hundred quid to not go on it. I'll take your money. You Absolutely, know, um, that's the thing. I remember there was a guy who is a Scottish guy, an actor. Um, I won't say who he is, Greg McHugh, very nice guy. He'd come up, done, he does a panto run at the SECC. So you can imagine panto, it's a crossroads panto, not the show, but the mm -hmm. production company that used to be, oh, I can't remember the big one. And he'd said, oh my goodness, times must be tough. I see so many comedians on GB News. And it's like, you've just earned maybe 80 or 100 grand. Allow people to earn a living in the way that they would. And, you know, no offence to Greg, but I just thought, what a short-sighted, silly thing to well, say. Well, I think my answer's always been when people have said, oh, why are you doing that? And people generally that have criticised me going on it. I have never watched it in the first place. And secondly, mm -hmm. I like you say, I've never been asked to say anything or take a particular side. I go on with my opinions, what I think about mm -hmm. things and give my side of the argument, whatever it is. I never ever feel compromised, which weirdly I did when I did Sky News, I did the papers. And I did feel that there was like, oh no, you can't mention that. And you can't, Sky, uh, GP News have never said you can't mention this, you can't mention that. See, I'm really hoping that Lorraine Kelly brings back a paper review on her show because I should be the only panellist on that. I mean, that would be so funny first thing in the morning, fingering the Sunday Post going, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Would you ever do an Edinburgh run? Oh, no, well, I, the, the first uh, the first show I did was in Edinburgh run and I was very naive. And like I say, I hadn't had any stand up experience. And I remember when I got when I, you know, I was told I was doing it and I asked the promoter, I was like, so how many days off a week do I get? <laughs> he, he laughed in my face. <laughs> um, uh, it, it was it was it, it's it's. It was relentless. I, again, I think I'd probably be more predisposed to do it now because I sort of have found my feet. But, um, it would be lovely if you, as a famous person, came up to the biggest arts festival in the world in which knowing people would come and see you and leave poor little Jojo with nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. I'm glad I'm glad you've shut out your soul. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the big things now, isn't it, is that the big names come and do Edinburgh. It shouldn't really be for big names. Uh, well, I... <laughs> I, I suppose there's two ways of looking at it. They're, they're fully entitled to do whatever the hell they like. I really mm. object to the work in progress, though, of, say, a Michael McIntyre or a John Bishop. I just think, guys, you're taking the piss. Yeah. Because yeah. they could turn up in that John Lewis toilet that I was in yeah. <laughs> only the other year, sell it out, <laughs> regardless yeah. of smell. That's the thing. They could do January the 2nd yeah, and, sell, and it sell it out. And sell it but, out. But, but also, them doing a work in progress, it's they're going, I can't really be fucked, but I'm just going to rinse Edinburgh for, yeah. For, yeah, for, for, for the, the coin. Month. Yeah. And, and and also it's like if you're playing a big venue and you're charging, you're sort of, 
I mean, I presumably some comedians go up there and sort of work slightly outside the festival, maybe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And charging proper dollar for their shows. And I, I don't know. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit comfortably. Do you know what I me. think would be a nice thing? And some of them do do it. So for places like the Standard, the Gilded Balloon or whatever, if you're having like a, a, late, a late gig or a mm-hmm. mixed bill gig, get a famous person on that. Yeah. You know, get them on yeah. to do like 10 minutes or whatever yeah. and really upset the headliner with no profile. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, that's a nice nod, isn't it? To, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, I'm keeping it real, then I'll take my No, I've said, well, in fact, at Glastonbury, John Bishop pitched up, didn't he, and did 10 minutes. Oh, oh my God, Glastonbury. Face. Oh, violence, ah, you wouldn't like that. I'm scared to hit her, actually, because of her weak bone density. <laughs> She's just gristle. What was it Bianca Del Rio said? You begin to be dust, you end your life as dust. That's why I don't dust. I could be moving around someone I know. <laughs> Something like that. It's very funny. <laughs> Great. What do they call it when your bones go manky? Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Manky. You've got manky bones. Oh, you've yes. got manky bones. You've always had them. My mother had osteoporosis, so it's coming my way. Oh, my God. She also died is... at 61, so could you just oh, be a little bit jealous? <laughs> we'll not bother with that joint party. <laughs> I'll just do the volivants for your buffet. <laughs> Get in the ground. <laughs> but no, I agree. I think if the bigger name... If the bigger names came to Edinburgh, they should go on as little surprises around yeah. the city at the best of the fest or the pick of the fringe. Or that would be a much better way to run the festival. Yeah. But we're not in charge, Bunty, so that's why we well, can't do that's it. That's very true, actually. But when I'm in charge of Scotland, there will be no Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Oh, well, no. <laughs> no, I just want trying 24 hours a day. <laughs> I feel we've really run the gamut. <laughs> I'm actually exhausted. Oh. <laughs> Are you going to pop up to Edinburgh for a few days, even just for a visit, my lovely? Um, I am considering it. I will see how I feel. I really want to see your show. Uh, 445 Gilded Blue. Or that, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I was about to say, why don't, why, why don't you plug it, Jojo? It's your yeah. fucking podcast. You can do what the hell you like. The um, podcast is at 12.30. They know that. The people that listen to the podcast know when the podcast is. How dare you? <laughs> I do. I very dare. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you what, Tom, um, after speaking to you, I will meet you for a drink. <laughs> Not a wee wee, but a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so bring some rubber. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> Just come up to Edinburgh for a pint. Oh, don't go and see any shows. I certainly won't be out of Belge. It's all shit. Oh. He's barely turning up for hours. <laughs> that's not true, actually. That's Well, do you know something? What? Someone's paying me more money to be elsewhere. So until you replicate that transaction, go and speak to your pimp. Go and speak to your shit. <laughs> You dirty bitch. Well, on that note, shall we say goodbye? Bumming for Bitcoin. (laughs) Jonathan Pye gets in a lather. (laughs) Tom, thank you so much. I think that Tom Walker is ginger and half Scottish. Is that correct? He always wears a hat. Oh, no, I think, isn't that Lewis Capaldi? No, no. (laughs) He's got lovely. (laughs) He still uses tongs. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, this has been a huge amount of fun. This has been, someone's showing you a phone, I can see that. But it's been a lot of fun. Oh, lovely. That's him. That's Never heard of him. Tom Walker. Oh, is it? Right. Yeah. God almighty. Right. (laughs) Get him on next. Aye, yes. (laughs) Apparently he lives in a bin. (laughs) 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 Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> like Groucho <laughs> from Sex <laughs> Okay, we're off no. to edit this. So, uh, <laughs> just soon. It'll be out in a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> it might have gone uh, missing. <laughs> yeah, that- <laughs> we should replace the name to Bilge FM. <laughs> oh, no, genuinely, it's such a pleasure. Really oh, nice to meet lovely. you. Thank you. Thank you Godspeed. so much. Bye. Bye.